0: good morning everybody it is 5 40 fucking in the morning and i am wondering do other podcasters stop recording and delete and re-record is that just me i really need to speak to someone about this concern because is it a perfectionist issue an ocd thing or is that just normal to think that you could definitely do better you could always do better but when is that ever going to be enough my best friend I'm going to call him my best friend. He is one of my best friends, and I've known him for, I don't know, fucking four or five years now. Fuck, that's a long time if you think about it. Um, <laughs> He said to me one day, he said, How many people do you need to inspire before you feel worthy? God, that fucking hit me. That hit me so hard. I'm going to have said that before on here, but if I did, it's because it, it fucking made an impact on me. It really did. You know, how much do you need to do before you feel worthy? What is it? You need to get that career. You need to get that woman, that man. You need to make this much money. You need to get this dream house, this dream car. You need to go on this dream vacation. What the fuck do you need to do before you feel content, before you feel happy? I would love the answer to that. I don't have one, honestly. I really do. I also read this other quote. Um, It said, uh, let me try to remember here. It said, um, if you want to find what matters to you, then find what breaks your heart. God, doesn't that fucking hurt a little bit, just hearing that? If you want to find what matters to you, find what breaks your heart. That's, That's a lot of things for me, but I think Most of all, it's, it's words. It's being able to express myself like this. It's being able to touch people in a deep way. I want people to understand me. I want them to be profoundly moved by my words. I want them to be wrapped up in my literature. I want to inspire. I want to make people think. I want to change their perspective. It's so odd that I never really realized that was my goal this whole time. I mean, if you think about it, I went to school to be a yoga teacher. And what does that do? You teach people. I wanted to teach people. I wanted to show them how to heal, to learn about their mind and body and soul and how we're all, how that's all, a that's a connection. That's all a thing. And I wanted to lead them on a spiritual path. I wanted to show them. A different perspective i wanted to inspire and heal and help people grow i wanted to be a therapist for so long before i realized i couldn't sit in a fucking room all day listening to people complain because that would just drain the fuck out of me but i did want to help people (laughs) i wanted to give them advice and i wanted to once again i wanted to inspire change within them one point i wanted to be a dentist i don't know what that was about i just liked pulling my own teeth out but that That's kind of weird. I might need to look into that. I was a child. We all go into weird shit, right? Get into weird shit, go into weird shit. You get what I'm fucking saying. But here I am and I'm making a podcast and that's, that's essentially what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying to inspire. I'm trying to help people not feel so alone. What's another word for inspire? I really need to get a fucking thesaurus. There's this other quote too. It says, Madness can sometimes lead to discovery that the mind fractured and short wired is not entirely wrong. And some I had to reread that. I'll, I'll say it again for you. Madness can sometimes lead to discovery that the mind fractured and short wired is not entirely wrong. That, that insanity is leads us to clarity isn't that kind of well fuck it's insane right that's kind of that's just weird to think about that we get broken down and that's when we find ourselves that's when we gain the strength and the clear vision of the path that we want to take and it's not until we are broken down that we can truly understand the depth of ourselves it's not until we have dug a well so deep <laughs> that we can understand that we have the strength to climb back up. I think it's I think it's such bullshit how we run from the things that can make us great out of fear. How fear can be a great motivator, but it can also be a demotivator. How it can literally cripple us into not becoming who we're supposed to be. God, it's such a shame when you think about it. It's a fucking shame. I remember I was 18 and I enrolled in photography, like journalism school, and I was going to be a journalist. I've, I've loved to write, I've done it since I was little. I literally used to sit at the YMCA, and I've probably told this story. I don't fucking care. And I would sit at the YMCA. My mom worked there. And during the summers, I would sit up there at this little table, this tiny little circular table next to the really stale coffee pots. And... All the little old people at 5 a.m. that are there just to socialize would drink their really shitty coffee, and I would have this journal, and I would just write, and I wrote all day long. My mom's whole eight-hour shift. I was just there writing, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted I wanted to be a journalist. I took journalism in school. I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. It was... One of the few good memories I had of school. So I enrolled in journalism school. And they gave me this pass, like this fucking lanyard. And it said what school I went to, and it had my picture. And I could take it to events and concerts. And I could show them my badge, and I could say, I'm here enrolled in this school and I work for our school newspaper and I am writing a I'm writing a paper on this event on this band um and I could get let in to these events for free just for showing them that I I worked for the school but I was too scared I didn't think I had the balls to go by myself to a concert or to an event and go up to a security guard or a manager and show them my badge. Show them I was official. This is me. This is Courtney at the time. This is Courtney. And I'm here to take pictures and I'm here to write about this band and have this experience. This is me. I'm official. This is what I'm doing. I was too scared to own up to who I could be. So I dropped out of school and I never went to an event. I never went to a concert. I never showed my badge. That badge sat in a drawer for so long. So I eventually threw it away. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Journalism just wasn't for me. So then what I enrolled in, like, I'm pretty sure it was like Aesthetician school. I was like, I'm going to make my own soaps and lotions. I'm going to have an all natural line because I'm tired of all these chemicals and all this bullshit they put in our products. But then I was like, who the fuck's going to buy my lotions and my soaps? So silly. There's so many soaps and lotions out there. Get a new dream. So I got a new dream. Then I don't know what the fuck I did in between there. And the next school I enrolled in, probably a lot of drugs. But in between there, I enrolled in school to be a therapist. That one I wanted to be for a long time. Um, I wanted to help people. I wanted to inspire them. I wanted to give them new perspective. I wanted to give them advice. And people naturally. I mean, I literally would have people. First day. I remember this one time. I was working at this Mexican restaurant. My first day there. And this guy super sweet, comes up to me. He's just standing next to me. We're we're like waiting to get tables. I think I was still like training or something and I was waiting on my trainer or some shit. And he's like, I mean, first conversation with this guy. He's like, I'm gay. And I looked at him and I was like, okay. He's like, you don't care? I was like, no. He's like, I didn't think you would. I don't know. I haven't told anyone that before. And I was like, okay. And that was that. And I've had so many weird experiences like that. And that's not weird to me. Because I have those experiences so often. People feel comfortable with me. And I want them to feel comfortable because I'm not judging. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Who you pray to. Who you fuck. I don't care what you think about day to day. I I could care less. I want to know. Tell me. Give me your perspective. I would love to know. Change my perspective. I want my perspective changed. So I thought I would be a good therapist. People felt comfortable around me. And I wanted to help. But then I thought, God, I don't want to sit in a fucking room all day listening to people fucking complain. I just can't do that. That's too draining. I'm going to have to get clients. I'm going to have to decorate my office and I'm not going to be able to wear exactly what I want to wear. I'm going to have to look a little professional, right? I guess not. It's my office, right? My practice. I can wear whatever I want. I really talked myself in and out of this. Eventually, I dropped out of school. There was yoga school, too. went to yoga school. I went twice, actually. So, I went the first time. And um, I originally found yoga because, well, my best friend was murdered. And, um, so light, such a light topic. I just like to throw those little things in there. I've noticed that I used to do that. I would just write and be like, Yeah, I was raped one time, no big deal. And I would just start going on with the conversation, and people would look at me like, What the fuck? There's something, there's a name for that. And I forget some trauma based name that therapists call that trauma dumping. I don't fucking know. Um, there's a reason I do it. I don't do it anymore. I've learned my lesson. Enough shocked faces for me. But what the fuck was I talking about? God damn it. Anyways. um. Oh yeah. Yoga school. So I went to yoga school. I found yoga because my friend died and it really helped me. And I was like, I want to teach others about this. I, I want to get, I want to dive deeper. So I was living alone in Houston by myself, and I was going to yoga school, and I was working at this poker club that I really liked for a while, I really did, and um, I I felt good, I felt in my power, but then I don't know, I felt I was going to class, and people were reading up about it more than me, and they were learning other techniques that I wasn't taking the time to learn, I was just learning what I was told in class. And I was like, well, maybe because I don't go out of my way, this isn't meant for me. And I thought, well, these other people are really, they're really good at it. When I go to class, my other classmates, they were, they were good. They knew what they were talking about. They can memorize Sanskrit. Sanskrit? Is that how you say it? Fuck, see, I don't even know how to say that. I'm supposed to know how to say words in Sanskrit because Sanskrit, Sanskrit. Fuck, you know, I fucking doubt my own way of speaking. When I know it's right half of the fucking time, I still doubt myself. I hold myself back. Anyways, the point is that I dropped out. I dropped out of yoga school. I went back. I did. I went back a year and a half later and I got certified. Let me tell you actually about that because that was, that moment was kind of life-changing for me. I, clearly not life-changing enough because you'll hear the end of the story, but so at the end of our course, we had to teach a class to our classmates. There was probably about twenty of us, and um, at the end, the yoga teacher, his name was Lynn. He would critique us and tell us, you know, how we could have done it differently—not in a harsh way, but how we could improve ourselves. I was nervous, to say the least, um, mainly because i I was going through a lot in my life at the time. I was really, I was. I was broken. I was really beaten down. I mean, I i felt like I had no personality left. Like, I was just this hollow, empty person. I barely talked to my classmates. They would all get tea and coffee together and go to lunch. And I'd go to the park by myself and just watch the birds fly over the lake. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't exchange numbers with my classmates. I didn't give a fuck, honestly. I was just there for me. And that was okay for me, honestly. So I was so nervous, though. Imagine not talking to these people through a whole course of learning this. And you're going to go up and teach them. But I did it. I, I was so nervous. I have really bad memory issues. I've had four concussions. Bad concussions. And I've had a stroke. And I've had a seizure. And... Um, I did a lot of Xanax, and if anyone that's done Xanax, you know you don't fucking remember shit. (laughs) And, um, and I'm not talking about just the next day, I'm talking about two years of my life I genuinely just couldn't tell you about, um, and that's really scary, honestly. I'll get into that another time. The point is, um, I was nervous, I was going to forget the whole, the whole class that I designed, the whole layout I had, I was, I, I was nervous, but I did it. I got up there. And at the end, I stood up there, and I was we were all waiting for him to critique me. And he was so quiet for a moment, I thought, God, I fucking suck. Um, I should have bonded better with my teacher. I should have, should have talked to him. I should have been more outgoing. I started going through all these things I should have been. But finally, he spoke, and he said, that, right there. You go up there, and you teach just like that. Because that's how to that, that's how yoga is supposed to be taught. Needless to say, my mouth was fucking open. My classmates, some of them, looked a little irritated. Because they all got fucking critiqued. And I was the last person to go. So everyone else in that class of like 20-something people got critiqued except me. And yet, what the fuck did I do after getting my certification? I haven't taught one single class and it's been three years because I've been scared that I'm not good enough even though I was told to my face in front of all of my classmates that I was more than good enough. I've been so scared to speak my mind, to say a funny joke, to dance in public. I was hanging out with this guy I came to Austin, spent the weekend with him, and he, he told me, he's like, why are you being like that? Why are you so shy? He was just messing with me, but I know he was serious at the same time. And this guy, I felt so comfortable around him. I really did. I, I do. When I see him, I feel, I feel like myself. I feel okay to be myself. I love that. Um but god that that hurt me that he saw i was <laughs> that hurt me that he saw that i was holding back i don't want to hold back i don't want to be afraid anymore why do we do that why do we hold ourselves back and i'm saying we because it's making my ego feel a little bit better rather than saying i but <laughs> Why do we do that? Why do we hold ourselves back from greatness? You know, um, my best friend that I mentioned earlier that told me that quote about what do I need to do before I feel worthy. Um, he's going to love that I mentioned him in this podcast because um, he also has a big ego. <laughs> um, well, one of his really close friends and someone that I worked with as well, he said he was talking um, about my podcast with him. And, um, he said that he thought I was going to do great things and that I was really good. That made me want to cry because this man also, when I worked with him at the poker club, he was my boss. I remember I was sitting at the receptionist desk because that's what I did. And it was probably like, I don't know, midnight, and I'm reading a book and I'm just sitting there and I really thought this guy didn't like me. I mean, I didn't think he hated me, but I didn't think he really thought much of me. And, um, he came and sat next to me and I'm like, um, okay, what's up? And he was like, what are you doing? And, um, I'm looking around the desk and I'm like, um, well, no one asked me to do anything. I'm no one's coming in to get checked in. That was my job. Check in the poker club players. Um, no one was there. It's midnight. Um, I was like, well, um, I'm just sitting here. I'm reading. And he's like, no, like, what are you doing here at this poker club? You're not in school you're you're not pursuing anything else this isn't like a stepping stone for you a part-time job till you reach where you're going you're just here at the poker club and i'm filling in words but this is basically what he said and um at the time i was thinking you know cuz he he was like you know what are you doing with your life and i'm thinking fuck you fuck you to come up to me and tell me Ask me what the fuck I'm doing with my life. What are you doing with your life? You're something how old, working here? My ego was hurt. But I'll tell you one thing from that day, I've never stopped thinking about that. To this day, I still think about it. When I'm making certain choices, I think, what am I doing? Why am I here? Why do I still act like i am not good enough why do i still make choices that are equivalent to me thinking that i'm not good enough that i'm unworthy why am i telling myself that i'm unworthy why am i looking in the mirror and i'm thinking you could look better you could feel better you could do better each day and don't get me wrong we all have room for improvement But why do I continue? You know, I moved here to Austin, and right next door is a yoga studio, right next door. And I've literally talked to three of the girls there. Send me your stuff, send me your certification, send me an email. I want to talk. Let's get you in, let's book you a class, let's get you teaching. I've had these conversations, and I'm like, yes, oh my gosh, absolutely. I will send you my information. It's been two months, and I haven't sent the fucking email. I've got three of their cards. They each give me a card each time. Send me your info. Send me your info. And I look at those cards. They're sitting on my desk. I look, not my desk, my counter. I don't have a desk. They're sitting on my kitchen counter. And I'm like, why the fuck can't you just send an email, Paige? And this isn't. This isn't a podcast where I want you to reach out to me and pity me. No, I I want you to ask yourself that question. Why the fuck aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Why the fuck are you not making that TikTok that you think is really funny and you think is going to do well? Why the fuck aren't you asking your boss for that promotion? Why the fuck aren't you leaving that job? you aren't fucking respected at and you don't you don't even fucking like it anyways why the fuck are you there why the fuck aren't you going to that aa meeting why the fuck are you hanging around people that genuinely don't care you know they're not your real friends you know it you know they don't fucking give a shit about you you know you're just there for company for convenience for them for that ride hey can you even me 10 bucks you're that person to them. I remember, and I mean, this girl was a bitch. I'll be honest, but I thought we were friends. I did up until junior high. It was Frito pie day. She was wearing white pants and I accidentally, I genuinely, I accidentally, I, I, when my arm moved and I, I, I knocked the chili, the Frito pie all over her white pants. She's like, you're a fucking bitch. Fuck you in front of the whole lunch table. She's like, we only keep you around because you're fucking funny." And I was like, well, at least I'm fucking funny. But that fucking hurt. And that fucking stuck with me for a long time. I think about it to this day. I'm not going to lie. And I stopped being funny after that. I'm not going to say immediately after that, but... I can't really think of a time I was funny after that. Because I went to high school. I was quiet. I didn't talk to anyone. God, I got in this fight on Facebook with this girl one time, and she was also a cunt. There's a common theme here. Um, I don't call people that lightly, okay? She was generally fucking nuts. But we got in this stupid argument, and she was like, (laughs) I, I can't say it word for word. She's like, yeah, well, you were the girl that was so fucking depressed, and everyone knew you as the girl that just wanted to fucking kill herself in high school. And I'm like, Jesus, what kind of fucking person says that to someone? And then I was like, Jesus. I was the girl that walked around in the hallway and everyone thought I wanted to kill myself. And I did, I'll be honest. All the spark in me is just gone. And I know I had spark at one point. I would get up and I would do weird things and I would say funny stuff and I know I was the class clown and I know maybe people thought I was fucking weird. Maybe I wasn't the class clown and it was all in my head, but people were laughing. I mean, that's what comedians do. They get up and they say fucking off the wall shit and sometimes people fucking hate them, but sometimes people love them. And I thought that was me. I thought that's who I was. I still think that's who I am, but I've been so scared of the people that hate me. That I stopped being the person for those people that do love me. I stopped being that person. And I hate that. Because if we're going to be honest, people are going to hate you regardless. There's going to be someone who's envious. There's going to be someone who wishes they could stand up there and say and do the things that you're doing. And that's why they're going to be hateful. It's all going to be an ego thing. That's the only reason people are ever hateful. It's always an ego thing. But there's going to be people that message you and say, Paige, I really appreciate you saying that. Because I'm I'm going through something similar and I felt felt like I was the only one. There's going to be someone that says, Paige, you know, I, I never... Saw things that way before. And I I really appreciate that perspective. That changes a lot for me. And I want to be that person. Not just for other people. But I want to be that person for me. I really do. I hope. That. Y'all get something out of these podcasts. But I hope you get something out of this one. And I hope that you listen to this and you think, God, I need to stop being a lazy fuck and I need to get up at 6 a.m. And I need to go for a run and I need to eat that high-protein breakfast. And I need to make my to-do list and I need to get it done. And I'm not going to be hard on myself if I don't get it all done. And I'm gonna be proud of myself for the things that I do get done, even if it's something small. But I'm gonna get something done. I'm gonna stop putting my dreams aside for other people, especially myself. I'm gonna stop getting in the way of myself because we're all gonna fucking die. We're gonna get murdered, or we're gonna fall. We're gonna fall to our death. I don't know why that came to my mind, but we're gonna fall to our death, or we're gonna get hit by a car. or We're gonna. F- I don't know, get poisoned or these are really horrible things. I don't know why we're getting murdered and suicide and killing ourselves. Maybe we just fall asleep and we never wake up, but we're not going to be here one day. Okay. And I know it's cliche, but do you want to be on your fucking deathbed and think about all the things you fucking didn't say, all the things you didn't become? Because you just thought you weren't good enough? How fucking stupid is that? You didn't even try. So that's my pep talk. That's my fucking pep talk, okay? Stop being a dumb little bitch and go try. Go fucking try because you're worth it and you deserve it. And I don't care what you tell yourself, I don't care what others tell you. I don't care how scared you are or how broken you are. We're all fucking broken and we're all scared and we all deserve more from ourselves so i hope i hope you go out there and do that